0: Do you want to help support the show? Go to multipleworldproductions.com sponsors to see our full list of partners, including Gamefly, Russell Stover, NordVPN, Peach Coffee, Brookstone, Dell, and Roxio. If you'd like to support the show in a more direct way, you can go to multipleworldproductions.com books to see the full list of my Kindle books and read them for free with Kindle Unlimited or buy them for your Kindle library for $2.99 each. Good evening, and welcome to Beware Spoilers. I am Adam. We are here to discuss Polite Society, um, which does not officially hit theaters until next week, and as such, uh, we're gonna keep, um, spoilers to a minimum, which, I mean, we'll we'll see as far as we can go with that, because I think a good amount of what I want to discuss at this movie kind of falls into spoiler territory, so I'll kind of break it up into two parts, um, there's gonna be like a spoiler, non-spoiler, you know, you, you know how it is, um, if you are listening to the show. Now, to start out, I think the movie is good. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that I think you have a lot of really interesting ideas, and you have a lot of really interesting kind of things going around, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of the ideas kind of get muddied as we get into the third act, uh, and what I mean by that is, like... What we have is an interesting story about this girl, Priya, who, um, her sister meets a guy and they start getting serious in their relationship, the sister and, and, and her new slash fiance. And, you know, Priya wants to be a stunt woman when she finishes school, while Rhea wants to be, or I think his name, her, her name is Rhea, her sister, um, you know, wanted to be an artist. She went to art school and ended up leaving art school. So, what you kind of end up with is this story about this girl who is having her life fracture. And then, on top of that, too, she's now. Her sister is now leaving what she thought she wanted to do. She thought she wanted to go to art school, and she's now settling and getting in for marriage. So, and, and Priya is seeing this as an indictment of her abilities. Well, if she thought her sister was this good, and her sister couldn't cut it, and now her sister has to settle, what's stopping that from being true about her? Which is an interesting kind of conceit. Which, if you're going to wrap this movie. In this and kind of have it be the way it is And, you know, wrap the movie in that uh, I think you can get an interesting story out of that And that story is kind of interlaced Throughout the entire thing Where it's like we have these this this girl Who's dealing with this You know, this crisis of confidence That comes, you know It's, it's not even a quarter life uh, crisis yet Because she's still in high school But it's, you know, it is, you know A crisis of confidence that she has Over whether or not You know, she'll be able to cut it as a, um, what's it called, as a, um, as a woman, and because of what she sees her sister going through, and I, I just feel like the issue becomes, when you get into the third act in a movie, and the movie goes, I don't want to say off the rails, um, but it does kind of start going into a weird, like, science fiction-y territory, like, by the time you get to that, the question kind of becomes, like, well, why was this part necessary? Because you can do the movie kind of without that and have it still work. It's just that when, by the time you get to the end, and it is this this weird kind of science fiction thing. We'll talk about it a little more when we get into the spoiler territory. But when you have that, it kind of feels weird. Because it's like, well, why is this, you know, like, the movie is reasonably grounded up until that point, and you're like, all right, this is strange. Um, and it's like, the thing is, too, it's like, the way that they show Kriya acting out, it's like, all of it's kind of, what's it called, um, all of it's kind of, ground, like, you know, grounded in how you can see someone acting if they're doing this. So it's not just losing that, losing a sister, it's a lot that goes into the complex emotions that is dealing with, and she's acting out in, in in response to these complex emotions that she doesn't quite know how to handle. And I think that, that is an interesting story, because once you start getting into the science fiction angle toward the end, it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't think you really needed that. Like, I think, uh, you know... And, and, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll cut over to spoilers here. I can't do the spoiler warning in the middle of a, you know, in the middle of recording, but we'll do this, we'll, we'll cut over to spoilers here, um, when you, when you get this story where it is, you know, you do have some, some class struggles between the two families, where it's like, you know, the, the, the Saz are, 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 um, are upper class, and then you have the Khan to a more lower class, and then you have to deal with that kind of, you know, dichotomy on its own, and then, you know, we see all of this, if you just played it, where it's, like, this, the, the mother's, like, oh, no, we, like, my, like, we want to just get a grandchild, so I can have that, like, and that's all I see her for, like, you can get that, you know, that kind of situation going, like, I don't think you necessarily need the, the whole, like, oh, and he walks, Flown his mother to give his mother the life that he never had the chance to get that she never had the chance to have because as soon as she finished high school she was married off like that whole thing feels very tacked on and I'm like I'm, I'm not sure that was really needed I think this is a, a, a strong enough kind of first and second act where it's like it's just this girl who's dealing with her sister like getting married and then if you really need to have a pretense for this happening at the end um, or for her to be like oh well I was wrong to, um, like, I was wrong to to try and get in your way of your happiness, it is kind of a weird situation altogether. Um, it's just kind of strange all around. And if the movie had started out and it was that, you know, that same kind of thing. But the thing is, too, it's like, the movie doesn't give us a reason to think that Salim is anything but totally the best guy on the planet until it's time for the truth to be revealed so it's not even like we have the dramatic irony of knowing the truth about Salim through the entire thing where it's like oh no we're rooting for Priya through the entire movie because we we want we don't want what's going to happen to her it's going to happen to her I think that was an issue too I think the, the the comedy is probably the strongest thing about the movie. I think a lot of the comedic moments really land and are really funny. Um, I think that her and her friends are a great little, you know, trio of, of, of you know, of, of characters. And I think that, you know, a lot of them have great comedic timing. And a lot of that could be edited, but a lot of them do have great comedic timing. And, and you know, great just like, facial expressions. Like, at one point, they're trying to get into an elevator, and the one friend is just pushing the button and just staring kind of directly at the other one with a deadpan expression, just pushing the button because the other one's complaining that the elevator's not coming fast enough. Like, it's things like that where it's like, all right, like, that makes it entertaining to watch. Um, And I think some of the action sequences are interesting. And I think stylistically, there's something to be said about the style that goes into the action sequences. The action itself, however, is not great like, a lot, like, it's not bad, per se, it's just unremarkable, and I think that that is kind of a problem that you, you could encounter with this, where it's like, especially in a year where we already had John Wick, and we already had Creed 3, and and we had these movies that do action in unique ways that are, that is so different from everything else, I think that seeing it here, in this, you know, in this kind of way where it's just kind of, Matter of fact Where it's like Here's a fight And then the fight happened. And it's like Alright move along Um It is kind of You know Different And it's like I think it's too Like I think the strongest Action sequence Comes from When The sisters are fighting other People at the wedding And it's like Oh that is like You know With all the, the The ornate dresses And all of that It does really work And there are some Cool shots Um Like it's a cool Tracking shot At the wedding that I was like Yeah oh, that's neat but at the same time, I think a lot of the action doesn't quite hit 100% of the mark. Which, I, I, I like, I'm not saying it's bad. That's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is that the action could be better. And if the action was better, it would forgive some of the narrative. Like, the, the issue is, like, you know, every strike you have on a movie, for me at least, it's like, is it offset by something else I enjoy? And I think for me, the narrative on this um i'd be more forgiving of if the action was as good as the comedy i think the comedy is the strongest thing about it i think the action is second but i think if the action was stronger and the two of them were leagues ahead of the narrative i'd be will- more willing to forgive a lackluster narrative or, or lackluster narrative choices in the third act that are questionable at best um where it's like i don't think you need and again i don't think you really need to make those choices like I'm not entirely sure what that add Like, it doesn't really add too much to the movie. Besides, it gives a more, you know, head-on... Like, this is what they... Like, it's, it's a more literal version of what they're viewing her as. Where it's like... If you want to say these traditional, like, uh, arranged marriage type situations... Which, it's not really an arranged marriage. It kind of is, but not really. Like, if you want to say that situation is... Um, you know, is is a, a, a way to just... You know, use her as a a womb to to have a baby. Um, like this is a good way to go about doing that. Um, but again, you don't need to do it with the clone. Like the clone aspect isn't necessary, um, and, and 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 that specifically doesn't add enough to the movie to make this weird kind of tangent through the third act really necessary. The only thing it really does. Is give away to reunite her with her friends. Because that's the other issue too. Is that the movie very much? If you ever read Sid Field's, wow, my list just decided to freak out there. If you ever read Sid Field's screenplay, uh, and that's why, There's like five S's in that. Um, you know what I'm talking about? This idea that there is a a kind of formula when it comes to writing screenplays. There is this um, what's all this? This you know set. Thing that needs to happen in every screenplay for a screenplay to to work. Um, where it's like, you need to, by the first 15 pages, set up everything that's gonna happen, by the midpoint, characters should be falling out with each other, like, it, it's all that kind of stuff. If you read that book, it's, it's, really, it's really a great breakdown of how a screenplay traditionally works. And then it uses, like, a, a bunch of books that are, uh, a bunch of other screenplays to kind of follow that path. And this movie kinda of follows it exactly. So like as you hit key points you'll be like, alright, we're halfway through the movie. Alright, we are entering the third act. Alright, we are like it's all that kind of it's that kind of thing where you're like, alright, let's just move it along. And it I think that without the cloning angle, the blow up with the friends doesn't get resolved as easily. Because the friends are not Pakistani. Because one friend is is black, one friend is white. Um, I think that going with the angle of just, oh, she is, you know, this is entirely a class thing. Whereas, like, the amount of times they say through the third act, it's like, your, you know, your bloodline is just completely unremarkable. Like, that is enough of a motivation for her to want to end the, what's it called, end end the marriage. Like, that right there is enough for her to be like, look, they don't you know, treat you as anything more than just a vessel for a grandchild and that like that is enough of a, a reason to bring up the wedding. Like the, the cloning angle is the way to bring them back into the third act and they are necessary in the third act, but I think that, that whole thing could be avoided if you just omit the the blow up and then just have them continue through and it just be that issue. Because I I think that based on what the blow up is that happens to to kind of put Priya at her lowest point, I don't think you necessarily need... Like, I I think that, like, her saying, like, no, 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 they don't think our family's worth anything. I... I, Unless it's, like, a, a rally moment where, like, they don't think I'm worth anything either, or they don't, like, maybe that works, but I think that it is not the... Like, it's not as strong a glue to bring everyone back together in the same way that, like, a cloning you know, science fiction nonsense is, and I think that is kind of the problem with that, you know, with, with that happening at the end of this movie. Um, and if you're, if you're putting in a key plot point just to service, you know, bringing characters back into the fold, I think that is a, a questionable decision. Um, that's not to say the movie's bad, again, and, and and it is easier to harp on what I didn't like than it is to to talk about what was good, and what was good is... Costume design's great, production design's great There are so many things in this movie that are just beautifully done Beautifully shot sequences And and, and the comedy is just top notch It's one of the funniest movies of the year so far Um look, I would say it's funnier than uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves Um, which up until now Was my favorite comedy of the year Um, but this is kind of This is better than that Um, and I think that You know, this is a movie that I would say Go out and see Um, only because... And and not not only because, that's the wrong way to say it. I'd say it's a four. Um, because I think that this is a a strong enough... Um, you know, it's a strong enough film that it's worth watching in a theater. Um, ooh. There's an accident, A bad accident. Um, it's a strong enough film that's worth watching in a theater... It's, it's funny, and I think that comedies do work in theatrical environments, and if you're someone who complains about them not being enough comedies in theatrical environments, go, take your friends, go see this, is a great, you know, movie next weekend when it comes out. On top of that, too, um, it's also, you know, an independent movie, I think. I mean, I think working title was behind it, and Focus focuses distributing, but this was a movie out of Sundance, like, and this was a a big budget independent movie, or not big budget, but it was a, 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 a an independent movie that doesn't have a huge cast in the way that, like, you know, you see other movies out of Sundance, um, like uh, um, You Hurt My Feelings, which comes out next month, which not, I'm not disparaging You Hurt My Feelings, or Magazine Dreams, which Magazine Dreams is going to be a lot harder to stomach come, come December, um, I'm not disparaging either of those movies, any more than one should disparage Jonathan Majors at this point, but, you know, those movies have talent attached, in the same way that I'm looking at Tribeca's lineup, I'm like, is it worth going to anything, and it's like, the only movie that, like, really grabbed me from a brief look at the descriptions is uh, First Time Female Director, which is, I think it's Chelsea Peretti's first uh, directorial debut, Um, and i has got a lot of huge comedians in it, and I'm like, alright, maybe I'll check that out, maybe that'll be worth a trip in the, in Manhattan to go see in June, but, you know, it, it's, 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 you know, it's up in the air, um, and, and look, I think that it is, when, when, you, if you want to support movies like this, which are people making stories that they care about, you know, and, and, and doing what they, what they can, it's like, I didn't recognize anyone in the movie, um, that didn't stop the guy in the same row as me from saying, hey, didn't you play a terrorist in 24? And I'm like, I, I, like, I, First of all, if you're if you're going to one of these preview screenings, um, shut up. Like that is the least you can do during one of these movies. Just don't give your commentary to what's going on to everyone else in the theater, because um, we paid to watch the movie. Or in my case, I use a a list to watch this movie. Um, I did not. Um, I did not come here to listen to this this schmuck give his 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 thoughts on on the movie. Like, you know, if you want to hear someone give their thoughts on the movie, listen to someone talk about it on a podcast, for example, and here we are. Um but I don't think that you know I think that if you're going to go see a movie in any theatrical experience, I, I would say just try to keep it talking to a minimum. Um and this guy didn't do that. And also turn your phones off, which this guy also didn't do. He had his phone on the entire time. And it's it's like out of the corner of your eye you can see it and it's kind of annoying. Um but yeah, it is a it is an interesting you know it's an interesting movie it is I, it is very much worth watching, especially if you want to go out there and support independent film. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll wrap up there for today. Our next episode about a movie will be probably Sisu next week. Yeah, I'm thinking Sisu next week. Uh, I'm debating whether or not to come out and do one. About Return of the Jedi because I am going to be seeing Return of the Jedi in a theater next week. I've never, I've never seen this movie in a theater before because I was not born for another um, eleven years after it came out. Um, but I, I, I would be interested to watch this movie in a theater and see just what, um, what's called just just how well it translates. And the thing is too it's like, look, say what you will about the sequels, say what you will about Solo. Say we will, especially about Rise of Skywalker. Um, every time I went to see one of these movies in a theater, no matter how, like, and by the time we hit Rise of Skywalker, I was very like, "eh," on the whole situation. To the point where I didn't go opening weekend. And, and, and granted, also, I was gonna go Thursday night. I took the day off from work Thursday night, but I got into a very bad car accident and ended up breaking three ribs. So I ended up not going. Um, but I, um, I, I, did go, I, when I did end up going a few weeks later, um, still sitting down in that theater when the Lucasfilm logo comes on and you get the, uh, you know, the fanfare and, and all of that, not the 20th century fanfare, but, like, the opening fanfare for the movie and see the Star Wars logo and the, you know, and the, you know, episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, it's like, yeah, I, I'm not gelling with what they're doing in the sequels, but fuck, man, like, that, that that gets me every time. Um so so maybe that's just what I what I need, you know, to to go see. Maybe I need to go see, you know, Return of the Jedi in a theater. If I can find a theater that fucking's not sold out, like that's the problem. I would be very interested to know where um you know, Return of the Jedi ends up in the top five or top ten list next weekend. Because it's getting a huge push and I think C was is really its only I mean, well, Sisu's coming out, plus, and that's the other issue, that the other two movies are Polite Society, which I'm reviewing here, and, um, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, which I reviewed last Wednesday, so, this is one of those things where it's like, I, I feel like the, the situation is a little strange for me, because all I have is Sisu, and then it's like, all right, so what do we, how do we handle this? Um, so maybe we'll do Sisu, and we'll do Return of the Jedi, but I'll do it like I've never seen the movie before, um, and, uh, and, or, or, like, I'll do it like it's 1983, um, and, and it'll be kind of amusing in that regard, um, or I'll just do what I was gonna do, um, during COVID and do a review of The Last Jedi, but just review it as, uh, do a review of Empire Strikes Back, but as if it was, to, maybe I'll do that, that's what I'll do, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do, I'll do a character, that's what we'll do, um, That's a great way to handle that, I think. So look forward to that next week. Um, I'll review that movie like I've never seen it before. And like I'm one of those chuds on the internet. um, And we'll see what happens. But we'll wrap up there for today. So until our next episode, which will be for this movie kind of thing. Actually, we have Judy Bloom Forever coming out this week. Uh, Or it is out. I haven't watched it yet. Um, So until that, have a great rest of your week. This podcast is a production of Multiple World Productions. For more details about all the other things happening on all three podcasts, check out multipleworldproductions.com.